Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Path Podcast. I'm Derek. I am Jason. This is episode 82, and we are excited today to get to talk about Revelation chapter 5, the yeah. last part. Jason, you did a wonderful job preaching yesterday, mm-hmm. helping us to see Jesus, literally, yeah. see the Lamb, the worthy Lamb, and worship Him. And so, uh, would you help us uh, in this podcast, just dive a little deeper, help us to see some handles we can hold on to in our lives this week that help us see Jesus and worship Him with yeah. abandon. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we we, um, we get the, like the second half of Revelation 5 is the response to what you shared with us the week before, that you have the scene of Jesus taking the scroll from the hand, that He's the only one who's found worthy to open the scroll that, that God has written, that has His plan for the destiny of the world, uh, the universe on it. And, uh, and so then we get to turn and see the response of heaven to him taking the scroll. Um, and it's just this incredible expression of worship and praise. And, um, and it's just, it's exuberant and, uh, you know, we, we don't have English words to describe no, it. Like it's just, no. <laughs> we could, we could pile all the adjectives on top of it and it doesn't even come close to touching it. But, um, it's just this incredible scene of, of, worship that just bursts forth from heaven as Jesus takes the scroll. And and so we, we talked about yesterday that, um, you know, when we see the Lamb, that the only response really is worship, um, that we, we find our identity in that moment when we see the Lamb and that um, we our, our praise can't be contained. Um, and, and you see that um, even down to uh, all of creation, everything from uh, yesterday we said from the from the smallest mosquito to the most giant galaxy, everything praises God, and um, and, and it can't be contained. And so, I think that um, really the the thing that is uh, the linchpin for all of that is that we have to be looking at Jesus in order for those responses to to come out. And I think that um, you know it's it's easy to look at a passage like this from Revelation and go, well, yeah, that's that's taking place in heaven and that's great and it's awesome, um, but that I, I don't see the Lamb lifted up in my everyday life and um, and and I I get that I get that response, um, but I would say you're wrong. <laughs> you know, we can see the Lamb, we can see Jesus lifted up today in our lives, and um, and there's a couple of ways that that happens, and so that, that was kind of what I'd, I'd want to dig a little deeper on is that. Um, that as um, a, as these things are true, that when we see the Lamb, you know, we we, we worship, we we have we find our identity, it's solidified, and and we praise Him. That um, in in all of those things, looking at the Lamb and seeing the Lamb is what the linchpin is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, hey, before you yeah, get there, go you ahead. shared a wonderful analogy yesterday that mm, helped yeah. us get a glimpse of what that could be like. Sure. Um, and, you know, you used the human relationship. Yeah. Yours, yours and Kim's, and and your marriage ceremony yeah um so tell us a little bit about that and maybe help us see how that helps us sure as well yeah. in the day-to-day <clears throat> yeah so i just talked about how i was so nervous on our, on our wedding day that um i just wanted everything to go perfectly and um being the somewhat type a uh planner that i am that i had thought through all the scenarios uh of of our wedding day and just wanted it to be perfect i wanted it to be great for kim i wanted it to be great for me and um, and I talked about how like you, you have that uh, moment where like you can feel your heart beating in your ears because you're so nervous and heart's beating so fast and 
Um, and I, I knew that Kim was coming down the aisle, but I couldn't see her just because of the way our sanctuary was set up. And, um, and so I couldn't see her. She was coming down the aisle and I was so nervous, like what's happening? What? I don't know. I can't, did she turn around? You know, you know, obviously I'm joking a little bit there, but, um, but, um, when she finally made it far enough down the aisle that I could see her, um, it was like that moment in the movie where, Everything else just fades away, and like I can see Kim. It's like this is this is perfect. This uh-huh. is exactly what the way it needs to be, and uh, all those nerves went away. And um, and it and it is a similar thing for us with Jesus when we see Jesus that everything else fades away when when we get a true picture of Jesus. Um, I'm not talking about the uh, the weird artwork picture of Jesus. That's what I'm not talking about seeing necessarily mm-hmm. a physical image of Jesus. But when we get uh, a a spiritual glimpse mm-hmm. of who our God is, everything else fades away. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we sing about it in the hymn, right? Turn yeah. your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of mm-hmm. earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Yeah. And and um, and that's what we that's what we're getting here. And so I think I think for us as um, as Christians in 2022, I think there's a couple of ways that that happens, how we get a glimpse of Jesus. Number one, in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. We, we get to see Jesus. We, I mean, we're, we're talking about a yeah. picture right here. We're seeing Jesus and how powerful He is and how mighty He is, how eternal He is, how worthy He is of all of our praise and worship. And, um, and so I, I think that... Um, while this may sound very elementary and it may sound very um, simplistic, we have to be people of the word. Like we have to be reading this book. This is not just a book for you and me to open up each week and tell people about stuff. If you're a follower of Christ, you have to be reading this book. Mm-hmm. You have to be. Yeah. If not, you are missing a giant piece of your experience with Jesus. Um, and, uh, and and so we've got to be a people of the Word. That is how God reveals Himself to us. That's how we get a deeper picture of Him. That's how we get a fuller picture of Him. Because, um, I mean, without the book of Revelation, we, we wouldn't have this picture of who Jesus is, mm-hmm. the, the mighty, triumphant Jesus. We would have an incredible picture of Jesus still from the Gospels, but mm-hmm. this, this reveals a little bit more of Himself to us. And, you know, like we, we talked about yesterday that what is revealed about God in this passage is has always been true of who God is. It, these are eternal truths of who God is, that, that God loves us, that God is powerful, that God is worthy of our honor. He's worthy of blessing. He's worthy of our praise. He's um, He is uh, just. That You have all of these things, of these attributes of God that that are eternal truths, but they're revealed to us here as if they are new because mm-hmm. we, we have this new awareness of who God is. And, and I think that that's, that's something that, um, that we shouldn't take lightly that as, um, a, as we grow in our faith, it's this progressive process of learning more about who God is. And as we learn more about who God is, it helps us understand who we are better. It helps us to interact with Him in, in a more truthful way. It helps us to understand the world around us in a better way when we understand who God is. Um, and so that's why it's so important for us to continue to study, continue to dig in, continue to read, um, because God reveals more of Himself <clears throat> to us progressively uh, as we go through life. 
And, and I think too, um, you've probably experienced this, and and people listening have probably experienced this too. That um, you can read a passage of scripture at a given point in time, and it's a great passage, and it and it impacts us, and and, and it's great, reveals who more of who God is, and then. Later on in life, you go through other life experiences. You read that same passage, and you're like, whoa, whoa, hold on. I didn't say that before. I never noticed that before. And and I think that's part of that progressive revelation that we get from, from God of who he is. And um, and the first thing that should lead us to do is to worship him more. God, thank you for revealing yourself to me more. Thank you for helping me to understand that this is who you are. Thank you for helping me to understand that you are mighty. You are the only one who is worthy to open the scroll. And and that that's helpful. And so we, we've got to be in the Word, first and foremost. We have to be a people of the Word for followers of Christ. Um, but then secondly, we've also got to be in community with other believers. I think that God, um, number one, God has designed us to be in community. There's a, there's a community within the Trinity to begin with. You have the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and there's this community there. And that that is part of God's design for us as well, that God reveals a little bit more about what it means to be a follower of Christ through the community of faith. And, um, you know, I I think I said yesterday at one point that, you know, while it is possible to be a believer on your own, apart from the church, that's not how God designed it. God designed us to be in community with other believers. And, um, part of our accountability to each other is that we point each other back to Jesus and say, look at how good Jesus is. Look at what God's doing in your life. Even though you, your vision may be clouded by circumstances, this is still true of who Jesus is. Jesus is still the one who has the scroll. He's still the lamb who was slain. He's still um, worthy of all our honor and blessing and glory and, and everything that we could give him. Um, and so I think that, that God reveals himself through Scripture. Jesus also reveals himself. We can see Jesus as we are in community with other believers. Um, and so I think those those two things primarily are the way that we now in 2022 see Jesus high and lifted up. Mm-hmm. That we are um, in community with other believers and we are reading God's word day in and day out. And, um, and so while I'm not going to say we won't because God can do whatever he wants to, but most likely we're not going to have an incredible, miraculous vision of what's going on in the throne room of heaven. We, we already have that. We have that in Scripture. So you're probably not going to have some incredible vision or dream. I'm not going to say that that would never happen, but probably not. That doesn't happen as much anymore as it used to. Um, so we've got to be in Scripture pointing ourselves back to, to God. We've got to be in community with other believers who are pointing us back towards God to say, Look at how good Jesus is. Look, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I know that whatever situation, fill in the blank with whatever situation, I know that whatever situation you're in is difficult, but look at how good Jesus is. Um, and I think that that is, it's so vital for our walk with Christ to be able to, to have people point us back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. You, you know, it's interesting you say that. <clears throat> I feel like in the past couple of weeks, you know, I've said that, same phrase so many times mm. it's like hey look listen i'm so sorry this is hard yeah but jesus is good yeah you know and it's it's um you know i, I pray comforting and helping you know helpful um but i do know it's true yeah and uh you know i know from my own experience 
it's those moments when I took my eyes off of him mm-hmm. that were the worst. Yeah. Regardless of circumstances. Yeah. Uh, that could have been a great situation. But you, you get complacent and take your eyes off of Jesus. Yeah. It becomes terrible. Or it could be a you know, terrible situation, but you keep your eyes focused on him. Yeah. And somehow through it all, it's okay. It's right. good. He makes it. Uh, makes it glorious and wonderful in, in a way you it's hard to describe it's hard to understand yeah uh, without without that so yeah I totally agree I think that that's vital we've got to keep our eyes focused to him through his word and by telling each other mm-hmm. yeah yeah Jesus well, is good yeah absolutely and I, and I think too we have to understand that um, this this really is about uh, perspective in a, in a lot of ways in that um, life is difficult, and Jesus knows that. Jesus has experienced all of life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like we have. And so, I think that there's, I think that there's something that, uh, especially as Americans, we all, let's, I mean, I think this is a safe place. We can be honest. We want our lives to be easy. Heck yeah. We want our lives to be <laughs> super easy and no adversity. Convenient, convenient yeah. quick. Um, pleasing, like we, we want all of those things about our life, and the the problem with that line of thought is reality, yeah. <laughs> because life is not always easy, life is difficult, and um, and so uh, one of the things that I think is so incredible about our God is that, um, and we've talked about this, we've talked about this in recent weeks that. God does not just pluck us up out of difficult situations or just completely push them out of the way for us. He he sees that we're going through a difficult situation. He says, I know this is hard, but I'm here with you, and I'm going to walk with you through it Mm -hmm. so that you can grow in your faith with me. Um, And and I think that's when we can keep our eyes on Jesus and say, this is hard. I don't like this, but God. Yeah. This is difficult. I have to deal with this, but but Jesus, mm-hmm. and and that's, I'm I'm not. I do not want to convey in any way that that's easy because it's not. No, it's not. It's very difficult, but it is the right way for us to look at all of life. Yeah. Because our God is on the throne and He is sovereign over all things. And while whatever we're going through may not make sense to us mm-hmm. from our perspective, ultimately. If Jesus is in control of all things, there's a purpose behind this. Right. And it's pushing us towards him uh, or it's helping us to understand another aspect of who he is. And mm-hmm. and um, and I think that that's that's a real that's a real difficult thing, but it's a necessary thing mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. because we, we like to look at things and go, God, why do I have to go through this? Yeah. Don't let me don't make life hard for me. And, and instead of saying that, I think we need to look to Jesus and say, I don't like this. This is hard, Jesus. But what are you trying to teach me through this? Right. What What are you trying to? What What do I need to learn about you through mm-hmm. this situation? And um, and when when we can make that turn to have that perspective, it, it makes life a little bit easier to deal with. I think. Oh yeah, definitely. So, well, here's where we turn it over to you. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you experienced looking towards Jesus in the midst of? Good times, bad times, hard times, uh, easy times. Mm-hmm. And how has that gotten you through to know that Jesus is with you? He knows it's hard, but he doesn't just pluck you out of it. He walks with you through it. Mm-hmm. How does that affect you? You can comment 
uh, on uh, the YouTube video. If you're watching there, you can comment through our podcast, uh, whatever app you're using. Uh, you can also email us at thepath@lafayettefirst.life, mm-hmm. and we would love to hear from you. Uh, we want this to be a conversation not just between us, but between you as well. Mm-hmm. So chime in. We'd love to hear how Jesus and looking towards Him has made all the difference in your lives. Well, that's it for today. I'm Derek. I'm Jason. And we hope to see you next time as we continue down the path.